0: Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West.
1: Cisco, the sheriff, he's getting closer. This way, Pancho, (laughs) vamanos.
0: The Cisco Kids. The Cisco Kids in our exciting story, Vengeance at Windrock. A tense situation in the town of Windrock is about to explode. Larry Carson is soon to be released from the territorial penitentiary. Before his confinement, Larry was a wild, roistering young man who was mixed up in bad company and sent to jail for cattle rustling. The salt to the wound was the fact that Larry's father, Marshal Frank Carson, was the instrument of law who was responsible for Larry's apprehension and conviction. Larry hated his father with a deep-rooted venom and swore revenge. This perturbed the righteous Marshal profoundly, and he now seeks counsel from his friend, the Cisco Kid.
2: When I arrested Larry, I was doing the job I am paid for, Cisco. I know, Marshal Frank. It was very difficult for you to have to send your own son to jail. Marshal Frank Carson paced back and forth like he would. Marshal should have blamed himself. The senor Larry got mixed up in the company of bad hombres. Oh, that he did, Pancho. And he was too stubborn to name any of those cattle rustlers before he went to jail. Perhaps not entirely stubbornness, Marshal Frank. Perhaps it was a mistaken sense of loyalty. Yeah, it might have been at that, Cisco. I always hammered away at being loyal when he was a kid. I had to be both father and mother to that boy. If I made any mistakes, it was... Well, I didn't pop him enough. Oh, no, 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 Marshal... The trouble is that both you and Larry have hot tempers. Yeah, Marshal Frank got a bull head, and say Larry got the same, <laughs> just like his father. So why incarnation tarnation ain't he like me about keeping on the straight and narrow? That's what I always tell him. There's only one way. That's your right way. There is only one right way, Marshal Frank. But sometimes you cannot teach it. A young man has to find out for himself. Well, if you Ah, think... Aye, Cisco, must lose a temper again. Better
1: we go? By thunder, by Jupiter, I will
2: Oh, Pancho, I guess the reason to get so mad is I know you and Cisco are right. What is past is past, amigo. Ah. Our concern is for the future. What can we do to help you with Senor Larry now that he is getting out of jail? Yeah, Pancho, and to help Senor Larry. Well, Larry gets out of jail tomorrow. So? Huh? J.C. tells me. JC, Marshal. J.C. Hoover. He owns a bank here in Windrock. He's uh-huh. also the head of the Law and Order Committee. What did uh, banker Hoover tell you, Marshal Frank? And Larry swore to gun me down the first time we meet. Mother me had bad that boy when they killed his father. But I'm glad that you sent for us, Marshal. Poncho and I will meet him when he is released. I was hoping you would, Cisco. That's what I was going to ask you to do. I don't want to have to kill my own son. <laughs>
3: See, what are you trying to stir up in this town? What do you mean, Brad? Lance Hillman tells me you gave him a job to do.
2: That's right. I told him to spread the news that young Larry Carson's getting out of jail tomorrow and that he's coming back to kill his own father. Ain't we
3: got enough trouble with Marshal Frank Carson without your adding to it?
2: Maybe by adding to the trouble, I'll put an end to it. How? By getting the Marshal mad as a hornet.
3: Did Larry Carson say he'd gun down his father?
2: Not exactly. I said it for him.
3: You mean it's alive from start to finish. Well, it's got Marshal Carson as mad as a ruffled rooster in a rainstorm. Larry Carson's not going to gunfight his old man.
2: He will. You're going to meet him when he's released from prison.
3: Supposing I don't meet him?
2: I said you're going to meet him. And you tell him that his father, Marshal Frank Carson, let it be known that he'd kill Larry if Larry returns to Windrock.
3: I don't like it, J.C.
2: What don't you like about
3: it? Marshall knows I'm behind the gambling in this town. He's looking for a chance to nab me. And if he knew it was your money behind me, he'd throw you into the calaboose just as quick. That's why I think it's better to eliminate him now. With Marshall Carson out of the way, the Law
2: and Order League, which I head, will break up, and we can have things our own way.
3: Yeah. I guess you're right. Especially if we can get his own son to do the job for us. Exactly. But uh, what if Marshal Carson guns down Larry first? Then he's through in Windrock anyway. That law and
2: order committee the townspeople have organized won't stand for a father killing his own son. I'll see to that.
3: All right, J.C. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll meet young Larry.
2: Uh, Just a minute, Brad. Well? I'm just remembering. It was you Larry covered when he went to jail for cattle rustling. He still doesn't know you left him stranded as a decoy for the Marshal to arrest so that you could
3: escape. And he's not going to know. He'd kill you if he did. Ah. Well, when Larry gets back to Windrock, there'll be a gunfight. And when it's over, there'll be only one Carson left alive.
1: boy,
3: whoa. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Larry ought to be coming out of the main entrance of the jail here, Rats. I
2: wish he would, Brad. I'm tired of leading this jug-headed bronc we brought for him.
3: Whoa, you stubborn fruit tail. Oh, boy, whoa. Hey, there he is now. Howdy, Larry. How are you, boy?
1: Well, howdy,
2: Larry. You look fine. Howdy, Brad. Howdy, Rats.
3: What's you two doing here? Oh, we brought your horse, Larry. Thought we'd be real friendly and ride back to Windrock with you.
2: What's the matter, Larry? You going high-hat on your old friends? Come on, climb into the saddle. How'd you know I was getting out today?
3: Uh, news is all over town, Larry. Everyone knows it. Get up there, boy. Come Come on.
2: Yeah, that's a fact.
3: Get up, you. get up. Come on. Come on. Yeah, well, who's talking and what are they saying? Well, uh, I don't rightly know how to tell you. Tell me what? Well,
1: it, it's sort of a touchy subject, Larry.
3: Well, don't be so cagey. What is it? It's about your father. Yeah? Yeah, talk around town is that he's threatened to kill you if you come back to Windrock. You're lying. Ask Rance.
2: That's what they're saying, Larry.
3: So my old man's looking for a show now, huh? Of course, the smart thing to do, Larry, would be to keep out of town. For
2: sure. Then you won't have no trouble with your father. I stopped thinking of him being my father the day he arrested me. As far as I'm concerned, he's just another marshal.
3: Well, we'll back you up, Larry. Whenever you go to make your play.
2: I'm going back to Windrock. I won't force a fight. But if my father draws on me,
1: I'll kill him.
2: Not much fun to give you jail, Cisco. You we'll soon see young Senor Larry? See, Pancho, glad we are so late. I wanted to meet Senor Larry just as he was released. Pancho, sorry, this horse we bring for Senor Larry and throw the shoe. Ah, could not be helped, Pancho. He should have been taken to a blacksmith sooner. Larry's coming, Cisco. The well, the one of the sinners, young Senor Larry, Pancho. Ah, we bring the extra horse for nothing. Senor Larry already got the horse. Oh, look, oh, well, the other two hombres with singularity, Larry, Cisco. I've seen them in Windrock, but I do not know them, Pancho. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Cisco oh, oh. and Pancho, am
2: I glad to see you two. Francisco, kid. He's probably coming from your father, Larry. Yeah, Betty tries to keep you from going into Windrock. Why should we do that, hombre? Well, we bring extra horse for you, say, Larry, uh, to ride back to Windrock. Careful, Larry. It might be a trap. You be careful, hombre, in what you say. I want to talk to Larry, Hello. In fact, you want to talk to his young friend, the singer Larry. I bet your father sent him. Ask him. Well... Of course we care from your father. Marshal Frank not want to have to kill his own son. There, what did I tell you, Larry? That proves it. If you go back to Windrock, he'll shoot you. Are you trying to start up trouble? You're starting a trouble with your lies. He's gonna lie, Joe Coyote Joe. You. Who
1: asked you to horn in loudmouth? I just told you who I am loudmouth. You two
2: Mavericks are looking for a gun. We are not, Obi. Just to prevent one. Oh! Only oh, shot yeah. the gun out of your hands to give you a fair taste of my fist. Now that you want to fight, come down off that horse. Don't oh, you know, shoot Pancho, will you? i you,
1: hombre. You won't show me by talking. That one cannot
2: fight That's any better than you can drive. a gun. This fight will soon be over. Oh, oh, don't scare me. Stop it, Cisco. Stop it, I say. I mean it. I'll use this gun you shot out of Brad's hand on you and Pancho? Uh, Pancho, you can believe it. Young Senor Larry would hold a gun on Cisco and Pancho. Well, you can believe it now. You're looking down the gun barrel. What has happened to you, Senor Larry? This is not the same thing you Larry Pancho learned to use the bull with. That young Senor was a friend to Pancho. Now get this, both of you, and get it straight. I did my time for that cattle rustling, and I'm a free man. I aim to come and go as I please. That's telling him, Larry. Well, this ought to convince you to. Now hit the trail and kick up the dust.
3: But, Senor Larry, at least you must hear what we have to say. Read it. Go back and tell his father Larry's coming to work for me.
2: Right, Larry? Right. And you can also tell old straight and narrow Marshal Carson that he'd better make a wide and crooked path around me if he wants to stay alive. And so you see, Brad, it's all going to work out the way I said it would.
3: Maybe so, J.C., maybe so.
2: Larry took the job from you, didn't he? Yep.
3: I hired him as a shotgun guard to maintain law and order in the gambling hall.
2: Good. That puts a sword-off shotgun in his hands at all times, and for a legitimate
3: reason. Why do you think I gave him that particular job?
2: One thing you overlooked, Brad. What are you going to do if Cisco and Poncho take a hand in back to Marshall?
3: Ah, hadn't thought of that.
2: Yeah, that's why you don't run this setup yourself, Brad. Now, here's what you do. First, uh, how many of your boys are available right now?
3: Oh, I guess Rance can round up about 20 of them. Why?
2: Get Cisco and Poncho and the Marshal when they come for Larry.
3: How do you know they will.
2: With that Marshal's hot temper, you couldn't keep him away with wild horses.
3: What about Cisco and Poncho?
2: If they live up to their reputation, they'll come along to try and stop the shooting. That's what I want your boys for.
3: Uh, to see that they don't stop the shooting.
2: No, to get Cisco and Poncho when the shooting begins.
3: I'll see that it's done.
2: Not so fast. It has to be done right. Place your boys around the cafe so that the marshal and the other two are covered from every angle.
3: Ah, uh, looks like you are going to run the whole town, J.C.
2: Brad, I've waited a long time for a trap like this. See that nothing goes wrong... I want them dead by sundown.
0: And it begins to look as if Banker Hoover, in his quiet way, is going to accomplish what no gunmen have been able to, the deaths of Marshal Frank Carson, his son Larry, and Sisko and Poncho. In just a moment, we'll return to The Cisco Kid. To the Cisco Kid in our exciting story, Vengeance at Windrock. Banker J.C. Hoover, in order to gain control of the town of Windrock, is plotting to have Marshal Frank Carson killed by his own son, Larry. The banker knows that Cisco and Poncho will accompany their friend, the Marshal, when he has the showdown with his son. Hoover then instructed his henchman, Brad Dixon, to order his gunmen to kill our friends. When either the Marshal or Larry fires a shot. Now, the Marshal, Cisco and Pancho, are walking into the trap, entirely unaware of what waits for them. That's a mistake, Marshal Frank, to go to see Larry now. Yes, the Marshal's too mad to
2: talk sense. That young well, taken up with Brad Dixon. Being in prison hasn't changed him any. What do you intend to do? I'll give him a chance to lay down his guns and talk reasonably. Why does Senor Larry not lay down the guns? Then I'll have to treat him the same way I'd treat any other hombre who threatened me. As a friend of both you and Larry Marshall, let me try something. What, Cisco? See, si, Cisco, what, 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 if what? Larry goes for his gun, let me try to shoot it from his hand. Yeah, better to let Cisco do this, Marshal Frank, And uh, Cisco shoot the gun from Senor Larry's hand. No, by thunder, it's my job. And if that son of mine is a kind of skunk to draw on his own but father... But Nigel, Frank, he's your own niño. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Here's Dixon's place now. That's near
1: enough! Well, Larry... Stop! You take another step and I'll drop you. Because we've walked
2: into a trap. Those hombres are staked out waiting for us. Neither Bad hombres all got their hands near the gun. Are you going to use that shotgun on me, Larry? Not unless you make me. Those hombres are waiting for me to make a move. Not try to shoot the gun from Senor Larry's hands, Cisco. What's all this whispering about? Well, Marshal, I'll give you three to get out of here. One, two. You will not fire that gun, Senor Larry. You are not a killer. Stay where you are, Pancho. No, Senor Larry. Senor Larry shoot his father. He got to shoot Pancho first.
3: Uh, uh, I'm not going to shoot anyone. All right, Marshal, I'll go with you. Don't be a fool, Larry. He'll gun you down as soon as he gets you outside.
1: That's right, Larry. Stand your ground. We'll back you. I don't
2: need no backing. I know what I'm doing.
3: Wait up, say Larry. Very well, you wobblies. Stand back. We are living here. You three ain't going to walk out of here alive. The odds are against you. We're 20 against you three. You're wrong. There are 19 of you against four of us.
1: Now what's
2: going on here? What's all the commotion? Well, howdy, J.C. What
1: is going on here,
2: Marshal? It's strictly a family affair, J.C. Why, hello, Larry. Glad to see you back.
3: Marshal, Cisco and Pancho came in here looking for trouble.
2: Well, if Larry says it's a family matter, none of us have a right to mix in, Brad. Look...
3: This is my place, J.C., and these are my boys. That's
2: true, Brad. And you're not part of the Marshal's family. Larry said it was a family affair. Come. We are leaving. You, Dixon. I hope that soon we will meet again
3: when the odds are not so high in your
2: favor. See, si. And Ponce you want to meet again with a ranch. You
3: we'll be glad to accommodate you. Anytime. Brad... Use your head. That's what I should have done a long time ago, J.C., use my own head. Get rid of the boys. All right, boys, go on about your business. So you should have used your own head.
2: If you had, you'd still be wrestling cattle.
3: Well, I'm not. I control all the gambling in this town, and I aim to keep it for myself now that the fight's out in the open.
2: You sound like you're cutting me out.
3: That's just what I'm doing. I don't need you anymore with your pussyfooting and law and order committee. If I'd had my way, we'd have been rid of that marshal a long time ago.
2: You cheap little cattle thief, you don't think I'm going to let you get away with this, do you?
3: Oh, yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) Now pick yourself up and get yourself out of here. You're washed up in this town, J.C. All
1: right, Brad.
2: You win. You know, I'm no match for you physically.
3: You're lucky. If you had been, I'd have killed you.
2: clear, Señor Marshal, after hearing what you both have said, that you and your son are treated against each other. See, that bad hombre tells the big lie to send your Larry about the marshal. That's right, Poncho. And that banker, J.C., lied to me about Larry. I always knew there was a big boss over Brand, but I never suspicioned it was J.C. After seeing the way those hombres in the gambling hall reacted toward the banker... I would say your suspicions are correct. But why did Banca coyote save us when we in the bad fix? That's what I aim to find out, Poncho. And I'm going over to see him now. Want me to remain in the Marshal's office, Dad? From now on, the Marshal is going to need a deputy. Will you take the job, son? You mean that? Well, I sure will, Dad. Thanks. I find you so glad to see the padre and the nino together again. <laughs> Nick find you very happy, Padre. So control yourself. He controls you, Well, Glad to see all you boys together. I've got some news for you. My deputy and me were just on our way over to see you, J.C. Your deputy? That's right. My son, Deputy Marshal Larry Carson. I'm glad to see you following in your father's footsteps. Yeah, but say your lottery not can follow in his father's footsteps. Say your lottery not got the same size foot. What was the news you mentioned, Senor Hoover? Oh, yes, the news. Well, as head of the law and order committee, I've been doing a little investigating on my own. Yeah? Uh, mother me, Cisco. Bad hombres from the gambling hall, right this way. Yeah, they're coming after me. They must have seen me come here. You had to protect me, Marshal. How is it that you, who gave them orders before, are now afraid of them? I told you I was acting for law and order. I come over here to tell you about them. Looks like we're in for a fight. All right, Larry. Bar the door. Right. They covered the windows. If it's a fight they want, we'll give it to them. There are too many of them. We'll never get out of here alive. You've got to protect me. All right, you in there.
3: Are you coming out or do you want us to come in and get you?
2: Come ahead, you coyote. Let us see if your actions are as brave as your thoughts. Bueno, Cisco. That shot so close to that bad bandido, is make him jump for cover.
1: Hold your fire, boys. Lift that log off the hitching rack and we'll batter that door down. Let's get him out
2: of here. <laughs> Madre mía, Cisco. Bandidos, coming here after us. Get your guns ready, boys. Make every shot count.
1: You yellow barbers, come in and get a taste of live.
2: We cannot hold them off but I think we can capture you, Marshal Frank. How, Cisco, Pancho, see? Get the door of that large cell wide open. What's gonna do? Hurry, Pancho, hurry. Say, Larry, see? when I give you the signal, take the bar off the front door.
1: Don't let them in. Don't let them in. They'll kill it. Why,
2: Jupiter Cisco? you sure got a smart head on your shoulders. Here they come. Yeah.
1: They're almost to
2: the door. Wait for them to get closer. The force of their running and the weight of that log will carry them right into that cell. Now, Cisco? Now.
1: Good work, Poncho. Slam that cell door. <laughs> Poncho, catch the bandidos
2: like a string of fishes. Lock them up and hold them, Marshal Frank. Senor Larry, you and to come with me. They won't
1: go nowhere, Cisco. All right, Casey. <laughs>
2: Why are we run so he's close. Brad Ranch and that other hombre ran back to the gambling house. Now we can finish that fight you interrupted, Senior Larry. Yeah. And you can help us. I sure want you. Just
1: go. All right, let him have it. Guns to those guns. Let's go. him. Well, I to finish with you, you're you me. Not unless you fight. Better than you talk. Oh, yeah. And Pancho gives you a gun, you run punchy, too. I can beat you with all I to <laughs> Just as I thought. Just a lot of talk and no punch. How are you doing, Sneer yeah. Larry? Doing fine. fine. Just go ahead. Remember
2: all you taught me about fighting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that finishes that one. Do
1: you need any help, Pancho? I do not need help, Cisco. So. This bandido all talk and no punch neither. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, Deputy Marshal Carson. I hope you have room in your jail for these bandidos also. Yeah. I'll see to it personally if we find room for them, Cisco. <laughs> As we ride with you, Cisco. I sure wish we could go farther, but that marker there is the end of our territory. See, I understand, Senor Larry. Well, Marshal Frank, would you be as happy with any other deputy? No, Cisco. There would have been as proud. <laughs> Pancho feel much better living in Windrock than when, when Pancho voice come to Windrock. Yeah, I know what you mean, Pancho. <laughs> I'm sure sorry I didn't listen to you and Cisco when you came to meet me. Now is a very good time to clear up a little matter.
3: Eh? What's that, Cisco?
2: I want you to tell me the truth, Marshal Frank. Would you ever really have shot Larry... No, Cisco. I would let him shoot me first. It was just that dead blame temper of mine talking. And uh, you, you're Larry? Well, after all, you always said I have the same dead blame temper my father had.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I wanted to be sure each of you heard the other say it. <laughs> well, adios, amigos. Hasta luego. Half the albacan.
1: Hasta luego, amigos. Un paso. Buena. Adios. Adios, amigos. Come back soon. Come back. Cisco. Sí, pancho.
2: You know, Maggio Frank and Senor Larry. Find out all the truth about those bandidos. Yes, hey. And now those bandidos are all in jail. Hey, they make lots of troubles with their lies. Hey, say they didn't. You know, nothing that is false ever does anybody any good. Nothing that is false ever does nobody no good. No. Hmm. Poncello, I think, Francisco. So, Poncello's Uncle Jose not believe it neither. Why does your Uncle Jose not believe nothing that is false if it does anybody any good, Pancho? Uncle Jose not believe it. Uncle Jose got something false that do him a lot of good. He has something false that does him a lot of good? Tell me, what is that, Pancho? Uncle Jose got false teeth. They do him a lot of good, no?
1: Oh, Pancho. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs>